Well, it's time for our weekly Book Nook segment from the Quincy Public Library, and Katie Crashauer is with us. Hello there. Hello. You've got some good stuff today, Lemony Snicket, very popular, and you've got a book from him. I do, and this is this is a collaboration between two of my favorite authors, um, Lemony Snicket, of course, and John Classen did the illustrations for this. And if you're not familiar with John Classen, some of his other books are This Is Not My Hat, I Want My Hat Back, um, just very fun, very tongue-in-cheek books, um, lots of, of contrast between light and dark. This particular book is called The Dark. It is one of the wonder books in our collection. And if you don't know what that is, it means that there is actually on the inside of the cover somewhere an mp3 player that has the book on it um, so that you can push play and it will play the book as you read along or you can do it more of an interactive mode asking questions or it will ask you questions have you find things um, whatever that happens to be just as kind of a warning some of the narrators on this are better than others some of them sound more like the automated voice that you get when you call customer service (laughs) Um, but it really is a great feature because you can you know if you don't have time to read the book to the kid yourself or it's just something that they need to keep themselves entertained while you're fixing dinner or whatever, it really is a great option to have for um, for those wonder books. And this, like, it's classic Lemony Snicket. It's you know, it's there's a little kid in it. They're, you're not sure where this is going to go, but Laszlo is the child's name. Laszlo is afraid of the dark. You know, the the dark, mm-hmm. and it's capitalized like every time. The dark lived in the house right. with Laszlo, it, the big old creaky house with the creaky roof and the the cold windows, and and the dark would hide in different places. And one night, Laszlo's light bulb burns out in his nightlight, and so the dark is there with him. But he has his flashlight, and so the dark talks to him and says, "Well, come, come to, come to me, come find me." And Laszlo goes down into the basement, and there is a a chest of drawers there, a dresser, and the dark says, open the bottom drawer, and there's a new light bulb for his nightlight. So then Laszlo has the option to have the nightlight on again, and now that he's made friends with the dark, the dark doesn't scare him anymore. Um, But just a great lesson for kids who maybe are scared of the dark or have some other fear or concern like that. Um, Written very cleverly, you know, you've got to love the way that Lemony Snicket puts words together. And I love the illustrations because they're really done in these very light and shadow effect with a few shades of brown and then really the only color is Laszlo in his little pajamas, his footy pajama suit. Um, But it's really neat because in the beginning, even though Laszlo is scared of the dark, he talks to it. He goes every morning to the top of the basement stairs and says hello to the dark in the hopes that it will leave him alone and not scare him anymore. And then at the end, you see him, you know, going even further and being even braver into the basement, still talking to the dark, but the dark does not bother him anymore. Um, So a really great lesson for those kids. You can read it for fun. You can read it for the lesson or, you know, let the Wonder Book play and you take five minutes to sit down and drink your coffee. <laughs> very, yeah, it's very, very cool. It's, uh, and then you've got a great story uh, about uh, friends and friendship. Uh, and sharing. And sharing, and- <laughs> and yes. Yes. So the other children's book that I brought with me today is called Not Your Nest by Gideon Starer, illustrated by Andrea Tsurumi. And this is another one where you could read it at multiple layers. You can just read it for the fun of the storyline, the 
the, you know, you can also do it as animal identification. And then there's a lesson in the book as well. I love things that are kind of like the Aesop's fable of children's books. So in this one, you have the little yellow bird. This is my nest. And you get this feeling of a great big African savanna and this tiny little bird. And the bird goes through all of the schematics. What's going to make this the best possible nest, the strongest sticks, the softest grass, the best view. And so he creates this amazing, beautiful nest and it is taken over by another bird who kind of grumpily says, yeah, this is my nest now, you go build another one. So the bird does. And he keeps building these wonderful new nests in the same tree, new spaces for him to live. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's another animal in his nest, not a bird this time. Then there's a warthog in his nest. And each time it gets to be kind of more and more ridiculous of which animal is in his, in his new nest that he has built. Until he really finally kind of hits the wall and says, you know what, I'm going to build a nest where nobody else is going to want to be. Unfortunately, he chooses the the head of a cape buffalo and wakes the cape buffalo up and the cape buffalo then attacks the tree, knocks everybody out of all of the nests. And then we have this very sad little bird. This was my nest. And all of the animals finally wake up and realize what they've been doing to the bird. And they help him build a new nest that is huge and has a great view and has all the soft grass. And they're going to leave. Very sad. All the animals walking away, you know, and I I love the way it's illustrated. I think it's just fantastic that so much can be done just with the colors of the background, the shapes of the animal's eyes, that little tear, you know, all of those things that make picture books so much fun. And as the animals are walking away, the bird calls them all back. This is our nest. They all get up there. They're all having a great time. Big slumber party in the tree. Everybody falls asleep. And the bird, even though he has learned, you know, it's great to share, it's wonderful to have friends, you've got this great community, this wonderful space that you can all be in together, still needs its own little boundary. So the bird steps off and and builds its own nest. You know, this is my nest. So it's wonderful to share, but not at the expense of your own energy, your own strength, um, and especially not at the expense of your own boundaries of, you know, not wanting to be bullied into things or being manipulated into things. And so I think there's there's so much that parents can read with their kids and talk about maybe a problem that's going on at school or a problem that they're having with a friend and learn through these picture books. So it's just... You see the piece in the story at the end of, you know, yes, they're all sharing, but you're still all in your own safe environment. So great story. Great story. Not Your Nest, written by Gideon Stirrer and, of course, The Dark by Lemony Snicket and John Klassen. Wonderful children's books, great messages, and also just really fun reads. So what do we have for the grown-ups for today? So for the grown-ups, I was skimming through my Libby app and found um, full cast recordings of two of the Thin Man movies, the scripts Mm -hmm. that were done. Of course, if you're familiar at all with Dashiell Hammett, who wrote The Maltese Falcon and so many of those other wonderful noir mysteries, um, he also wrote the Nick and Nora series. And it started out as just a book, you know, one book, The Thin Man, and it was so popular that within, I think, three months of when it was published, they actually optioned it as a movie in Hollywood. So he went out there and he, you know, they did the movie and it was amazingly popular. And, you know, this is the 1930s. So it was, you know, 
for a movie to be that popular and have that much draw in the 1930s was really amazing and it was a great thing. And one of the things that makes the Nick and Nora series so great is that banter back and forth between Nick, Charles, and his wife, Nora. Um, You know, she's kind of that pampered East Coast, very socialite. He is more of the gritty former detective um, who really enjoys living off of his wife's money, but also keeps getting drawn into these detective stories. Mm What makes this particular recording so great is that it really is full cast. So you're hearing different voices, do all of the characters, you can follow them through. Um, And these two particularly are After the Thin Man and Another Thin Man, which were the first two sequels to the Thin Man movie. Um, And Dashiell Hammett was commissioned to specifically write these two, but then... um, if you know anything about his life, he kind of went into a spiral and was drinking and and partying way too much. And so there were other people that did work with him on that. But these two specifically are based on his original ideas. Um, And then, of course, there were three more that came after this that were written by others. So um, just really fun. You know, of course, the descriptions, Scott Brick is one of the narrators in the story, and he's just a phenomenal narrator in general of audiobooks. But you get those descriptions of like what Asta the dog is doing and what it looks like when Asta goes around the house and there's Mrs. Asta laying there with five puppies and not all of them match Asta. And, you know, and how Hammett was able to slide a lot of the drinking and sexual innuendos past the censors because it was such a part of the lifestyle that Nick and Nora were leading, you know, and, and again, that great juxtaposition between the kind of dark and seedy areas and the more rich and famous, the socialites, that, that wonderful balance that he was able to create. And of course, then Myrna Loy and William Powell just killed it as those characters and even though they came became disillusioned with the characters after so many series right. um you know it's still one of those iconic sets of movies that you just look back on and have to love yeah no definitely uh, definitely a series of classics and then yeah it's a, it uh, lots of authors once they get into it i know uh, i was a big fan of the Robert B. Parker Spencer novels. And then, well, after a while, you know, and then, of course, he eventually passed, and then you've had a couple other three people, like Mike Lupica jumped in, and some other people have jumped in to write and fill in, and and you can tell the difference, but still, it's like you're so, if you're as invested in those characters as as I was with Spencer and Hawk and Susan and Mm -hmm. uh, Lieutenant Quirk and the whole gang of characters in the, well, we probably had 30 Spencer novels right now, um, and you look at all of those, you're still, you, you once you get so engrossed in the novel, you don't mind. You might notice at time to time mm-hmm. the styles um, because, um, you know, there would just be a certain way he would describe how, you know, Spencer was, you know, making a drink or something. And it'd be like, okay, the ice and the mix mm-hmm. and all that. And so those sort of details, especially when you look at Hammett's work, very same way. The, like you said, the, 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 the attention to detail that he had in the original and then – whether it was just, okay, I'm getting a little, you know, I'm repeating this just to do this or whatever, because it happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you have an original idea, usually this, the, the follow-ups aren't going to be as good. But then you could really see, and I don't want to say a drop-off, because I still enjoyed all of them, but you could still, you could really tell once the newer authors, once the other authors came in and started picking up his slack because of his, you know, the the, 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 the problems his personal life, you could tell a difference. And, you know, it, uh, but still, if you just want to sit down and burn through them and enjoy them and spend some time, they're still 
great. It, I mean. They really are. And, you know, the the plot devices that he uses or, you know, I love personally going back and thinking about the technology at the time that he was writing versus how we have detective shows now that are down to DNA and tiny oh, yeah. hairs and, you know, and they were literally using like the blood spatters and was the, the hair in his hand from a wig or was it? you know, window glass in the pair of spectacles or whatever, you know, completely yeah, different it's, world. It's not Adam 12 and Dragnet anymore. That's for <laughs> no, sure. No, uh, it's, no. It's no, it's you watch, you watch the NCISs, the CSIs and the SWATs of today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you're, you're really getting all of this. Yes. Yeah, it's, Completely it's different, different yeah. much simpler ways of being able to trap people into confessions and almost yeah. that, you know, that idea of the Perry Mason, you know, gather all your people together in the room at the end and get the murderer to confess. It's, I, I love stuff like that. It, those are kind of my favorite mystery stories is where you can see all of those pieces come through at the end. Uh, what do you have going on at the library this week? All right. So this week we are in puppet show week for March and our show this week is Leprechauns Never Lie, which is a really fun, um, very active show with our little leprechaun puppets and then Granny, who, you know, the Irish, the Irish grandmother and her very lazy granddaughter. Um, The shows this week are today at 10 a.m. and Saturday at 10 a.m. Really fun. Bring your family. it's, It's just great to see the show itself and then to hear the reactions you know as somebody that gets to do the behind the scenes stuff hearing those kids react to what's happening hearing them laugh in the right places it's just a great way for the kids to understand that stage craft and still believe in the magic of puppets we also have our play date at the library this week on friday at 10 a.m our friends and family time on thursday night at six is going to be um, move it with go noodle which is great interactive games we also have on monday the it's Bitsy Leprechaun Story Time and Craft at 6 p.m. For the adults, we have two book clubs this week, The Renaissance Readers Today at 10 a.m. and Unshelved Discussion of Book of Lost Friends by Lisa Wingate tomorrow at 1 o'clock. On Saturday, we have our second-to-last presentation with Dr. Wendell Mauter talking about the women of World War II because, of course, Women's History Month. He has just been phenomenal with these presentations. We are so lucky to have him um, available to present about these amazing topics. Uh, And it's not just what was happening to women in America in World War II or women only in England or only in one specific area. He really breaks it down into what was happening around the world to women during World War II. The nurses, the people that were in the factories, Rosie the Riveter, all of the ones that were, you know, just at home doing all of the rubber drives and, and metal drives and rolling bandages or whatever it happens to be. Just a phenomenal presenter. And we're so pleased that he has been doing this with us. On Monday at 5.30, we are doing Black Widow. We are showing Black Widow with Scarlett Johansson, of course, the movie from 2021. I just watched it again this weekend. Did you? Well, you can come back on Monday and watch it at the library. (laughs) We are still under some restrictions. We cannot allow, we cannot make popcorn. um, But of course, we are allowing people to be in without masks. So if people want to bring in their own snack or drink, that is fine. Um, We're just really happy to be able to continue offering these quality programs at the library. Something to put on your schedule for the end of the month, March 31st, April 1st, and April 2nd are the dates for the Friends of the Library book sale. So we will have hours posted and you can find out more by talking to the folks at Secondhand Pros or checking the calendar online at the library. Well, that all sounds great, Katie. Thanks for the information. Have a great week. Thanks so much.